Hello there, I'm Niall Brown, and welcome to this episode of the Movies in Focus podcast. This time around, I'm once again joined by Jerry Maguire, the head of Irish Film London and the Irish Film Festival London. Now, in its 11th year, the festival will take place in London from the 16th to the 20th of November, with world-famous patrons including Saoirse Ronan, Colin Farrell and Fiona Shaw, the organisation is not just a major force for Irish film in the UK, but it now has a strong global reach. This time around, Jerry talks about the Irish Film Festival's 2022 lineup, the festival selection process, what it's like hosting a film festival in a shifting cinema culture, and much more. It's a fascinating discussion, and as always, I hope you enjoy what we had to talk about. So thank you for joining me again. Yeah, I'm very, very pleased to be back. Thanks for thanks for taking an interest in what we do now. Oh, no worries. I mean, it's always great. I mean, I think we discussed it last time, but sort of the world of cinema is in such flux at the minute. You know, there's yeah. so much change going on. So mm-hmm. to offer any support, any sort of festival, I think is important. I mean, just look at what happened last week with the, the Edinburgh Film Festival. You know, it's, yeah. it's tough times for everyone, you know, and again, the big blockbusters are sort of squeezing out kind of the, the more That's obscure... It, yeah, I mean that 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 event last week really shook everyone, me yeah. included. You know, it's it's a really uh, seismic event in the film industry, and I think it's it's almost overshadowed by what's you know in London at the minute. Everyone's very happy and joyous because LFF's on and it's got a yeah. great program, and the team there have worked really hard and they should be celebrated. But it's it's often hard for people to celebrate things like that, especially if they're you know. 350 miles north of London and they've just lost their job well that's it you know and and again it's it's the more obscure movies you know you know the London Film Festival they get a lot of kind of bigger films but it's the more obscure ones that you know that that need the champion from 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 these sort of festivals that's it yeah um so speaking of which and I know this is embargoed until next week so feel free and I'll keep my mouth shut until then but sort of what what's lined up for this year? What can you tell me? Yeah, so we're we're really proud of the program this year. Like we've worked really hard to stay in touch with all of the key distributors and get in touch with all of the filmmaking teams that we know have got work coming up this year. And I think we've got a really great program. Um, we're opening the film with Frank Berry's new film Aisha, which has played at London Film Festival, um, and. It's got a Leicester Square premiere on Wednesday the 16th with us. So we're really, really happy to have that film in. Um, Frank's an important Irish filmmaker in many ways. He can be regarded as like the Ken Loach of Ireland or, or, you know, an Irish Ken Loach, if you want to call him that. But his work is, uh, his work has its own nuance. And it's a really, a really exciting film to have. It features Letitia Wright and Joshua Connor in leading roles. And it deals with an issue um, which a lot of asylum seekers and refugees and people who come into Ireland um, have to face, which is a system called direct provision. Um, whereby um, people are put up in hotel accommodation but that hotel accommodation often lasts for months or years and you're kind of trapped inside that system in a single room Um, it's quite sort of dehumanizing and degrading in lots of ways and Frank's the man to make a film about it and and set the world to rights on what that experience is so we're really excited about that as our opening film right Um, that that actually sounds like quite I mean because of what's going on at the world at the moment, that's very, very on point, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's been released at the right time. Um, there's a lot of sort of media byline you can think of that ties that into what's happening in the UK and in a lot of other places in the world. It's a very pertinent story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think both the cast and the director's talent are going to carry the film and it's going to do, I hope it does really well. And what else have you got lined up? Sure. So that's Wednesday. That's our opening night. Thursday, we've got a preview screening of a, a great Scottish film uh, called After Sun by Charlotte Wells. Um, that's in our programme because the lead star in that is Paul Mescal. Um, I've heard, I've heard good things about that. So yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a good get. Yeah, I'm really happy to have that as well. You know, Paul's a huge talent. Um, everyone's kind of talking about Paul at the minute. Um, and you know, like our mission is to just make sure that people like him have a platform, um, as well as the Irish directors and the stories that are told from Ireland. But After Sun's also an incredible film. The chemistry that exists on screen between Paul and um the young actress who plays his daughter, whose name is Frankie Corio, is just incredible. It's just really incredible. And for this to be a debut film by Charlotte Wells is all the more incredible, I think. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're really, really excited to have that. And that's playing at the Riverside Studios on Thursday, the 17th of November. All right. It's actually two two very good movies to kick off with. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm only two days in. <laughs> no, so what, what else have you got lined up? Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll mention uh, two other projects which are really important in the schedule. Um, our closing film, which is an Irish language film called Roche August Frank. So Roche and Frank is one of the latest films to come out of the really popular Cine Cahar scheme. Um, it's uh, it's a, a scheme in Ireland that funds Irish language films. Um, it's shot in the west of Ireland and it's about a, a woman who is widowed and is kind of down on life, doesn't really look after herself anymore and uh, meets a dog who she could swear is the reincarnation of her husband, Frank. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, so it's a bit of a shaggy dog story in more ways than one, but it's very uplifting, um, features a cast of all ages. It's really, really good fun. Um, it's the kind of thing where, it, you know, for us, it's really interesting to see a family comedy almost or a lighthearted drama. Asgeliga, um, like in the Irish language, which... Which is which is so well made and which we know from the screenings it's had elsewhere has um had really great audience reactions, you know, in Ireland and in you know in the US as well, where it's played at festivals there. Um and we always want to try and close our festival on a high note. So that's like a really okay. sort of positive high note and a good experience we hope to share with people. The other one that I'll share is uh, a very special documentary which will just be finished in time for its screening with us. Uh, it's on the work of uh, Irish poet and uh, lyricist Paul Muldoon. Um, so Paul is somebody who has got great ties in the literary world and he's you know somebody who is well regarded by I guess very famous actors and musicians and a lot of them actually appear in this documentary which is called uh, Lauhi is Lyrici or uh, A Life in Lyrics for the English subtitle and uh, yeah I mean I, I've seen an early cut of it and agreed straight away that it should be in the festival uh, it's got you know guest appearances from um, the likes of Van Morrison and Bruce Springsteen uh, possibly a Paul McCartney one if they manage to get that in for the final cut um, 
loads and loads of really high profile appearances from musicians and actors and uh yeah loads of people and it's just really kind of a testament to what paul's been able to do with his work and the reach that his that his work has as a poet but i think the paul muldoon film is almost a way to sum up some of the themes that have appeared this year throughout the festival. There's lots and lots of people whose work is focused on music, lots of people who are focused on uh, poetry and literature, and I guess, in a sense, all those things that you sort of associate with Irish arts in general, you know? Um, Yeah, and I think that what we've tried to do in response to that this year is to have more events in the festival which are which contain music as in like live music performances and you know we've got a a spoken word performance that's happening at one of our events we've got uh actually a live dramatic dramatic performance that which is uh which is taking place in the cinema alongside the film which we're showing which which is about the same theater play so we're kind of turning into a film festival that's got a, a very real sort of arts festival uh sense to it as well maybe that's the future direction that we'll take but yeah it's an exciting year yeah doing sort of tweaking it and and having musical performances and dramatic performances how does that change your sort of work as you build the festival how how, how do you how have you tweaked that and how's your frame of mind changed to do that yeah i mean i suppose it does affect the programming in the sense that you know we're we are choosing we're being careful about what we choose for the program in the sense of making sure that what makes it into the final selection is something which lends itself to being augmented by those performances in a way but i think i think for the most part we've chosen to put those performances and those sort of um wider arts strands in around what's already a very strong film program so for example a a number of films have come our way this year which feature really brilliant Irish traditional music and folk music and we would have wanted those films to be represented in the festival anyway we have we know that our audience wants to see um, work of that nature that that talks about more traditional elements alongside the more contemporary elements so all we've got to do then is find some musicians who want to come and do something alongside that and hey presto you have a you have an event and i mean obviously watching a film and deciding that fits your criteria is one thing how do you select the musicians or you know obviously there's a plethora of great sort of traditional irish musicians but how do you go these are the ones we want what's your sort of your judging or selection criteria yeah i mean that is quite tricky actually because it's probably not the field of expertise that we're that we have the most experience in um but i think i would kind of normally defer to um committee level decision making on that rather than sort of try to tell people what we should listen to so to speak um but i mean one thing that we we have which we're really lucky to have is a great network of people around us in the irish community in london who we can turn to for support on that like and we have done we have done events like of this nature before so we've got a bit of a network for it um i mean that's on st patrick's day 2022 we we're looking for an Irish um, traditional performer who could do something, you know, that would be suitable for kind of every audience rather than, you know, one particular type of 
music and we reached out to some of our contacts in the community and we got we had four or five different uh options available to us within within the day so you know, there's there's any number of of people out there and and we're really lucky to have a network around us that supports us to find where they are and one of the things we talked last time it was i mean obviously lockdown had happened and sort of covid everyone was coming out of that and it was the the online program mm. um how, how much has that developed this year um how, have you sort of built on that or what's it what's that looking like this time yeah so i mean we made the decision um kind of in the middle of this year that we were gonna keep the online program um this year and in a way kind of see how it goes now like i mean keeping an online program alive is kind of tricky um we do have resource that supports that uh, for the time being we're not sure if that resource is going to be there in future i mean one of the big things that we wanted to do um something that we achieved over those like the last two years the tricky kind of pandemic years when people couldn't go to the cinema was we did manage to reach a lot more people who probably hadn't been to an event with us before and certainly a lot of people outside of London that's really important to us you know we're, I know that we're called Irish Film London but I think with any organization being too London focused or London centric is to be a bit too insular to what's happening in the rest of the country and London's not the only place that Irish people exist obviously so yeah the, the online program allows us to reach people across the rest of the UK, certainly um, in Ireland. In some cases with the short film programs, often those go out globally. So it, it, it definitely attracts um, a very different audience for us, which we're interested to keep. But I, I will admit that that landscape of online programming is a bit different now these days. It's, it's kind of, I, I feel like in lots of ways, people are moving away from that with a focus to going sort of like quote unquote back to physical events you know um i think looking at box office figures across the year you know we know that nowhere's back to where it was pre-pandemic across cinema and events and retail and everywhere else you know so obviously people do still kind of live online so to speak and you know we want to reach them um, we want to be as accessible as we can so the online program's there for now it's got all the short films on it it's got three or four features on it as well um, and hopefully we can uh, get a couple of special events up there um, towards uh, well between now and the festival to really make that a better space for people um, but yeah it's still there yeah I mean that's the tricky thing because the, the beauty of any film festival is the buzz that you get and exactly. if, if you're watching it in isolation on your laptop or your tv or whatever it might be it's, it's a very different experience because you're just watching a film whereas a festival experience is the people who are there you know the different people that you meet the talks that you get all those different aspects yeah and we're conscious of that as well i think i mean putting something up online is not the same experience for people and it's definitely doesn't have the same overhead for people so i think that's really the real reason why we felt like if we are going to keep the, the online program alive this year that we keep the price point as low as possible make it as accessible for people as possible in that sense as well there are going to be people out there that genuinely don't feel they can afford to go to central london for a festival this year with all the sort of mounting costs that are around so the online program's uh, a way for us to allow those people to access um some film content as well uh but yeah totally agree with you 
Well, speaking of just what you said, I mean, obviously last year you had sort of the, the shadow of COVID looming over the festival, and now you've got sort of rising prices and sort of on every aspect. How is, how is that? And again, it's affecting everyone and even the arts in particular. How is that affecting you guys? And, you know, has that led to any changes from, from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely really conscious of um, of ticket pricing this year. And, you know, we've made some steps to try and be able to offer uh, more kind of discounts where, where we can. Um, we've got a little bit more control over ticketing this year. And so we can offer, you know, we, we can have a student offer and, and things like this. Um, but yeah, I mean... I think it's so, these things are so prevalent. They're everywhere at the minute that in a lot of ways, you kind of just have to crack on, yeah. you know, and just, and, you know, try to keep going and, and do what you do. Um, we have a bottom line that we have to try and, we have to try and reach in terms of box office for this, for this event, um, because that cost of living crisis affects us too. So yeah, it, it almost feels like it's so prevalent um, everywhere that we look that we kind of, not much has changed, but we have a sort of one eye on it in case we need to make any sweeping plan B moves or anything like that, you know. And I can, I'm just wary of the time because I know you've probably got a billion and one things to be doing. So I'll just sort of wrap up here and just ask you, what are you looking forward to most about the festival this year? I mean, it could be something you've already mentioned, might be something different. What What is it that's exciting you? I mean, like... <laughs> not to give you too wishy-washy of an answer, but you know, like our film program is going to be brilliant. Um, like the industry program is, is going to be really exciting this year as well. The thing I'm really looking forward to the most is, is the thing that was a bit sort of surprising for me to get out of the festival last year. And it's what I've looked forward to most in cultural events this year. And that's just people coming together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the, being able to see people again and everyone being happy to be there. A festival is a celebration. And we found that people definitely were at our festival last year to celebrate, whether they're celebrating Irish film, whether it's one of their own films that's in the festival or whether they just get a great sort of emotional response from something that they see. It's just lovely to be there and, you know, at the the info stand where people are selling t-shirts and bags and stuff you know you see people come up and say that was gorgeous how can I stay in touch with you I really enjoy what you're doing or seeing someone that you haven't seen for a year who comes back to the festival another time that's that's what it's about for me so I'm really looking forward to that the most that community element well Jerry thank you very much for your time um great speaking with you again and uh, yeah I'll let you get back to work thanks so much all the best Cheers. bye I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Movies and Focus podcast. You can download it wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope that you tell your friends about it. That's it for this time, and I'll see you at the movies. Music